0: Today on the news and why it matters, Planned Parenthood dropping out of the uh, federal grant program that is giving them money. Um, and all, all of a sudden, it's Donald Trump's fault. They forced, he forced them, forced them. Sad. Mean, mean Donald Trump. He just wants women to die in the streets. <clears throat> we will talk about that, along with uh, a and Omar fundraising uh, after canceling their Israel trip. <gasps> mm. Shocking. A lot to get into. Starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez here today with Mr. Glenn Beck back on the program. Thank
1: you very much, Uh,
0: Mm Stubergeer. and we've got Jeremy Dice from First Liberty joining us again. Thank you for being here. Always good to be here. Uh, So uh, first, uh, let's thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. Glenn,
2: love it, especially if Elizabeth Warren gets in. Yeah, uh, with uh, her fifty percent income tax, or I mean, tax on bullets. You're not going to be able to afford bullets. And uh, what I like is we're trying to save lives by making bullets more expensive, which means if you have a gun, you're less likely to go to a range and fire off a, four, a few bullets, so you're safer with a gun. Brilliant strategy. <laughs> uh, but you don't need to fire off the bullets. The problem is, is it is expensive already, um, but it also is time-consuming. When y- you have iTarget Pro, you just you set your device up, And it becomes the target, and you fire right at the target, and it shows you right where you hit. You put a little laser bullet inside of the gun, uh, and you can target practice. You know, you're watching YouTube or whatever you're doing, and I don't want to know about it. Um, (laughs) You can be practicing with iTarget Pro. Get it now.
0: Uh, You can save uh, 10% off plus free shipping if you use promo code NEWS. That is at iTargetPro.com. So Planned Parenthood dropping out of uh, the program that was going to give them $60 million this year for, of course, family planning. Uh, So President Trump made the, uh, the protect life rule now. So he's tweaked it to say, okay, you can get this money for family planning services, but only if you do not refer any patients for abortion.
2: I don't think anybody should have a problem with this on the left. Because they all promised us that no government money would ever go to pay for any abortions. So now we're just making sure that it doesn't.
0: Well, you know they're, they're playing devil's advocate. Yes, yes, but playing devil's advocate. But they would push back and say, well, no money does go to fund the abortions. It goes to all of the other services that Planned Parenthood offers. Wow.
2: So then why are we worried about this? Well, we just had to say you, you can't use any of this money to do anything with abortions. And you can't sell abortions if you're using our money. Good. Good. They don't want to have clinics. They know. This shouldn't be a surprise. This is why they just fired the president of Planned Parenthood recently. She said, I think we should focus on our medical care and less on the abortions. That wasn't the message inside that they wanted pushed. That's why they fired her. They also know if you know anything about the, the business of Planned Parenthood, there is no business without abortions. So they're not going to do anything to hurt their bottom line. Their bottom line is all abortions.
0: Yeah. Still?
2: Where to start on this one? It's, it's an amazing thing. $60 million
3: going to this organization. And, you know, it's funny because conservatives don't oppose Planned Parenthood because of the name. We're not like, oh, we don't like that name and therefore we'll never fund an organization that has that name. We don't want to fund organizations that that supply and refer abortions. Um, if they, What they actually cared about was health care for women in need then they would separate the two things, and you know what? They'd get plenty of funding because we fund organizations like them minus the abortions all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting to see over and over and over again when, given the opportunity, Planned Parenthood always chooses abortion. You know, they keep talking about how you know poor women are not going to be able to get the health care that they need. Well, they could have it if you would just not refer women um, for abortions and separate out the businesses you are the ones choosing to not supply them with this care, um, at least for for the free money from the federal government. You Mm -hmm. could still get it from the state's governments. You could still get it from donations and do all these things. It's, you know, it's one of those things that for some reason, they're always able to come out on the right side with the media on this, where they'll say, well, you know, Donald Trump is taking away care. Well, Donald Trump gave them a choice and they chose abortion over the care. Yeah, that's what they did.
0: Well, and also, I think, uh, you know, in the mainstream media, they're not also pointing out to people there are women's health centers community yes, community thousands. women's health centers that you can go to that aren't planned parenthood that aren't going to offer you an abortion that are still able to receive this money and give care mm-hmm.
3: thousands of them yeah thousands of them across the country and, and you know they do help people i mean they do help people who in need who need you know planned parenthood does do some things that can be useful Um, They just pair them with abortion exclusively and they don't need to. They just do it because that is really what's important to them. It's what brings in the cash and it's what ideologically they believe in.
0: Yeah. Um, Jeremy, I, you know, President Trump, he has a a little bit of a history of not being so pro-life. He did during the, the election, during his campaign, he did try to say, no, I've, I've had a revelation. I am pro-life now. Seems like he's following through with that idea.
1: It sure seems like it. And uh, I mean, it, it, this has been offered by multiple Republican presidents or presidential candidates or congressional candidates for years now. And this is the first time we've actually seen a president, an elected official of any kind for that matter, actually follow through on the promise to do so. I mean, it started back in the early part of his administration with Ivanka and Jared going to Planned Parenthood, trying to cut the deal, Mm -hmm. and Planned Parenthood pushed it back, said, we don't want the deal. In fact, we're doubling down, saying we're going to actually go and do more of these things. What I'm most hopeful about, beyond the obvious, that there will be fewer children killed because of abortion in this country because of this decision— What I'm excited about is all those thousand different agencies that are out there that have been drying up because the big, gigantic gorilla in the room, Planned Parenthood, has been sucking the the money away in Title X for them. My hope is that they will now have that money spread out to those local health agencies that are in the communities, that are run by the people in the communities, not by wherever Planned Parenthood is, is headquartered. Uh, that they're actually the ones providing that health care on the ground. And those little communities, I, I remember I lived in West Virginia for a number of years, and there are a lot of those really small little communities that are governed by these small little uh, health agencies that are just dwindling on the vine because they don't have enough funds to be able to do what they need to do. I hope this changes that because it could make a huge difference in the opioid, opioid epidemic and, and all kinds of things that are going on all throughout the country. That do include, that do include health. And that do include health care directly, not just uh, this this sacrificial lamb of of abortion that everybody at Planned Parenthood has to pay homage to.
0: Yeah, Um, the the case, this case is going to head before a panel of judges uh, at the end of September, September 23rd. So obviously they're saying, well, they could block uh, the rules and allow Planned Parenthood to start receiving funding again. Do you have any insight on?
1: I don't have any insider information, obviously, but it, it seems funny to me that every time Planned Parenthood raises a, a question mark about this, there's some willing judge somewhere that's willing to side with them on that issue. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. I mean, if these are discretionary funds that the agencies that administer them can decide to give or not give to, then they ought to be able to, permitted to be able to do that. If Planned Parenthood won't abide by the rules that are given, then... I'm sorry for you. you. You just have lost out on it all. But I think now we're talking about the Planned Parent is now saying, yeah, we're out. We're not going to, can, we're not going to change our business model here. Mm-hmm. As Stu said, that's their loss leader is abortion. That's mm-hmm. what they have to have in order to fill everything else down the, down the line. If they can't abide by those rules, then, oh, well, there's other people who will provide that health service in this country that is very deeply needed in this country.
0: Glenn, I think it'll be very interesting to see uh, what the American people, how they really feel about this issue, because, you know, Planned Parenthood obviously is using this as a, an opportunity to receive donations uh, from people. This is a really good fundraiser for them, um, because people are, oh, my gosh, that we got to donate to Planned Parenthood. Um, how do you see that working out for people them?
2: People are not going to be, oh, my gosh, i got to donate to Planned Parenthood. They see Planned Parenthood, I believe, um, in, in one of many ways. Um, they'll see it as, oh, they really believe in women's rights, and they're right on the front line. They'll get some donations from those people. Those will mainly be, be big institutions, I think, the mm-hmm. people who are, you know, it's, just, it's big business. That is big business supporting big business. Um, I think the average person is tired of all this crap. They don't see Planned Parenthood uh, good. They may not see him bad. They're just tired of it. They are tired of being dragged into what looks like a baby fight where no one is actually talking, um, saying anything real. And I I really fear that we are entering a place, because I'm kind of there, where I said in 2008, they are going to wear us out. That was the plan, overwhelm the system, remember that? So you just can't keep up with things. And I think people are just so worn out by this. They're just tired of it. You offered a third way in this country right now, a legitimate third way. That person doesn't even have to be great. It just has to be like, I'm not those guys. I'm not on this team and I'm not on this team. And I think people would race to it.
0: So you're talking about politics in general, not just the abortion issue.
2: Yeah, I think people are not. Look. Yeah, I don't want to throw it away on the abortion issue. I want no. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. no, no. I, I understand that. But when it comes to when it comes to the image of Planned Parenthood, I believe the average person is like, look, I don't want to say if it's at conception or maybe a couple of weeks. I, I don't want to say that and it makes me uncomfortable. Okay. If you had a gun to their head, they would make a decision. But they don't want to make that decision because they feel like that really is not my plan. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I do know when it gets to 18, 20, 22, five minutes before birth, that's a baby. <laughs> and people are sick of all of that. They don't believe Planned Parenthood is legitimate or honest. I don't believe anymore. They may not like the other side either because they're like, let's just, can we just let just that, just safe and uh, legal. But that's none of that now. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about is people who believe that they're saying safe and legal, but on a very small window where I, I'm not sure. Right. That's the average person, I think. Yeah. Um, one more
3: thing on on Trump, if we could. I, it, we talked about this before. Like, I think there's three types of Trump policies. There's like the thing he believed his entire life and has been very consistent on as president, like trade, trade protectionism, yeah. right? There's the thing where he is like he used to be on the other side. And I don't think he's had a real core transition, but on this generally, yeah, no, hold on. I'm finna, okay. uh, uh, you know, real core transition. The guns is the one I would use for this. Like, I don't think he has huge passion for yeah. gun rights. I think no. it's, it's his, he knows his core is behind him. He can understand both sides of it. Mm-hmm. He kind of wouldn't mind doing a little bit of gun control, but not too much. He's in the middle, I think, on that one. But abortion is in a third category, which I think is like he used to be really liberal on. It. I think he's had a legitimate conversion yeah, on I it. Agree with I, that. I think. I mean, his actions have been pretty strong on this issue, and and he's impressed me on it uh, by a lot. I, I really, lot. I wouldn't say I went in as a believer uh, that
2: he was going to be on the right side of this one, and I think he has been. When he told the story about I have a friend, I, I think it. I mean, there's a chance that that's him, because mm. I think it. Or, or That's one what Roger of his, Stone says, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think this, he was bothered by something that happened to him, and I think that's a that's that's actually a core conviction of his. Own. Yeah, Roger Stone says that he thinks
3: the, his conversion story. He says a friend of mine had a, a child, and they were or they were going to have a child, and they were going to abort it, and then now they really love their kid. He believes that's about Barron. It's Trump mm-hmm. talking about Barron in a
1: third person sort of way, which is would would explain it, I think. You know, you Look, have I, that sort of moment. I think Trump's not the only one that's had that kind of revelation. It, going to your analogy with the regular average person, I think they've had that awakening too. They have been to the ultrasound of their child, they know mm-hmm. what that is, mm-hmm. and they know what comes out mm-hmm. is a human. Mm-hmm. They know that the little blinking thing on the screen is I think once heart, you get, I
2: think once you get to the ultrasound and the heartbeat, I think that's where it really falls apart for the left. Mm-hmm. But up in that, you know, the day after, I, people are like, I don't know, I'm squishy. But they're only squishy right there if they're squishy. Yeah. The farther it gets, closer it gets to birth, the hard co- I mean, that's when everybody becomes hardcore, it's except just, for the crazy radicals. It really is just the first trimester
3: at this point. There's yeah. even a debate in this country, yet we right. still had the debate at 29, 30, 40 but as, weeks.
2: As science is moving to the, to the right as well. Because, because of science. Exactly. Yeah. As science moves, so will the people. That's right.
0: Well, and uh, to add to that, you have people like Alyssa Milano who came out in a podcast. Uh, to, I no idea that she had a podcast. Apparently, <laughs> Alyssa Milano has a podcast. Huh. Uh, and she came out and talked about the issue of abortion and said that she had two abortions In 1993, she said uh, she was not equipped to be a mother, and so I chose to have an abortion. I chose. It was my choice, and it was absolutely the right choice for me. Fifteen years after that first love had fizzled, my life would be completely lacking all its great joys. Oh, my gosh. I would never have been free to be myself, and that's what this fight is all about.
2: May I translate? Please. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> me, 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 me,
0: And it, I, I she wonder. She does make go
2: good ahead. points, though. I, I actually would agree with her that
3: she's not fit to be a mother. Uh, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, no, I mean, look, I People mean. People change. When you have babies, you change. Oh, my gosh. The idea that you have all your joy sucked out of your life from a child is like all the exact the opposite. opposite of everything that happens.
0: And doesn't she have a daughter?
1: I yeah, don't. She, she says later in the article she's she has a couple. Look, my only. Yeah,
0: like, what, how I, could you I'm say all, that knowing what parenthood is about?
1: I, I enjoy, like, everybody around the table. Having some good laughs at Alyssa Milano's expense. <laughs> I read this article, and my heart literally broke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, my awful. son was diagnosed with an issue in utero that they mm-hmm. recommended that we abort. My son, I mean, talk about making the recommendation to the wrong guy. That was the wrong guy mm-hmm. to make the recommendation mm-hmm. to. Um, he's he's you know a weird little kid now, but he's normal <laughs> as normal as can be. He came out perfectly fine as whatever perfectly fine actually is. I can't imagine how many people that don't have that kind of conviction sit across the table from that doctor having that recommendation and saying, okay, yes, let's do that. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I,
2: my daughter, my first daughter, Mary was born, she has cerebral palsy. If they would have told me before she was born what the doctors told me after she was born, I was, what, 19 years old? I probably would have gone, uh, I don't want that for her. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want her life, because they, they said she'll never feed herself, she'll never walk, she'll never talk, she'll not understand. I don't want that for her. I, I
1: probably, I thank God I wasn't given that choice because right. they were wrong. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And, and I said to the doctor, I said, look, this is my child. God gave him to me for yeah. some reason. And if it's to have all those things, then he's got some sort of trust in me that I don't have in myself. Yep. Mm. I, I just, I feel a deep sorrow for Alyssa. And I, what those those comments reflect are some sort of self-justification for her behavior mm-hmm. that is in at some counseling session somewhere down the line is going to come out to realize is a layer of guilt that is so thickly deep on her soul that it's going to take a long time to break through. I, I truly hope that she comes to that realization and finds the grace that she needs to be able to, frankly, heal from that whole situation. My heart just absolutely breaks to hear any parent say, mm-hmm. I was not ready to be a parent. I'm glad I didn't have a child. That just, mm-hmm. dude, you said it right. Who, who says that? I've never heard someone die at the end of their life going, I wish I'd had fewer kids. I wish I'd spent less time with my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they bring such joy to us, and it's not about us anyway. Yeah. Those children are human beings. It just, it absolutely breaks my heart that that's what Alyssa's going through, and I, I hope that she heals from that soon. May I just add this real quick? Yes. One
2: of these people at this table is like a really good Christian. I know.
3: We're really two losers here. And then there's Foolish Russo. We get another snarky joke about her. And make us all feel bad. Thanks a lot. It's the last time you're gonna be on the show. (laughs) How
1: did you not know you had? She had a podcast.
0: Before we get to uh, the squad. Oh, man, the squad. Love squad. Gotta love them. Want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Uh, Glenn has used Relief Factor for, what, a little over a year? And it, it, we like to say Is it. Is it almost
2: two years now? In December, I think. In December, it wow. two years. Um, and, uh, you know, you remember really important days. And I remember this was a week before Christmas. Uh, and I gave it three weeks. That way, when I got back that first week from vacation, I would know whether it worked or not. And my wife was the one who was like, "Yeah, gotta try it, I'm tired of you,
0: whining about it. I can I just and say, your wife doesn't sound like she that. She
2: sounds exactly she, like I, that. I, I always think she's in the room when you do that voice. Right? right. Is she right? here? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's my, <laughs> that's my impersonation. An <laughs> anyway. Uh, so uh, uh, sh- she just said, look, you got to try it. And so I did. And I said, they say it works in three weeks. It's not going to work for me because it's all organic, healthy, whatever. It's all natural. Yeah, I mean, I need some, like, paint thinner in it or something. Something <laughs> that man made. Uh, and it really has changed my life. So please, if you're in pain, just try it. Uh, you only have to try it for three weeks. If it doesn't work for you, in three weeks it's not going to work. It works for 70% of the people who try it. That's a, those are pretty good odds you can get your life back. Relieffactor.com.
0: Uh, So some of our favorite members of the Mm -hmm. squad, Mm -hmm. the squad, Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. Of Mm -hmm. course, we heard all about how they're big victims because uh, Israel didn't want them coming because, you know, they kind of don't believe in their right to exist. Just a minor thing.
2: You know what's really weird about this? Do you know that um, they could have gone on the bipartisan trip to Israel with all the other lawmakers that were going, but they chose not to?
3: Mm. Center. Mm.
2: Yeah, hmm. they chose not to. Instead, they decided to have their trip planned by an uh, uh, organization called MIFTA. Mifta. Mm-hmm. Okay, now do you know what MIFTA is? You read the David French article.
0: I did. That's yep.
2: Yep. Okay. So the in the David Fr- in the David French article, it's. Uh, it's quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, the New York Times says, "Oh no, they're just a group of really great people." There's nothing extreme here at all. But if you go to their go to their website and you just start reading some of the stories that they publish, well, um, first of all, we all know that Jews, you know, use the blood to make oh. Jews use the blood of children to make matzah, mm. a blood libel. Mm-hmm. They have that. Uh, but that's only what, their response was. <laughs> It was only one article. <laughs> oh
3: my that's true. No. Well, The Blaze has what, 15, 20 articles about how blood libels are real, right? That's, that's right. No, we point. have none. None? We have no. none.
2: Oh. So here's another one. Here's another one published. Now, I just want to read this one verbatim. Ready? You just tell me if you think anyone you know you would still associate yourself with if they were like, hey, I love this website, you should read this website, and you read this article. Okay? Tell me if you'd still be friends. The Jew-controlled entertainment media had taken lead in uh, persuading a whole generation that homosexuality is normal and acceptable way of life. That there's nothing at at all wrong with white women dating or marrying black men, or white men marrying Asian women. That all races are inherently equal in ability and character, except that of the character of the white race. It's suspect because of a history of oppressing other races, and that any effort by whites at Uh, racial self-preservation is reprehensible. We must oppose the further spreading of this poison among our people, and we must break the power of those who are spreading it. It would be intolerable for such power to be in the hands of any alien minority with values and interests different from our own, but to permit Jews with their 3,000-year history of nation-wrecking from ancient Egypt to Russia, to hold such power over us is tantamount to race suicide. Indeed, the fact that so many white americans today are so filled with a sense of racial guilt and self-hatred that they actively seek the death of their own race is a deliberate consequence of the jewish media control
3: Mm. now i mean
2: change the colors you could hear that in any corner of charlottesville uh, in the middle of the rally oh i i was i had to look and see is this actually hitler that said this (laughs) no this is current commentary on the white uh, on their website let me just ask you this you go to you skip The congressional trip to Israel to go on another trip planned by the people who published this. Mm -hmm. And you expect Americans to go, oh, no, no, you were in the wrong. I mean, you were wronged by by the evil Donald Trump and the evil Israel. And of course, that is what exactly what the media did. Yes. Yes. What did you see? The the press
0: conference yesterday? With Tlaib, boo-hoo, hoo hoo mm-hmm. she was all crying yeah. as if she was the victim.
3: I know, of course, because she wants to go see her grandmother. That's <laughs> all she wanted to do. I mean, it was very... I'm going to cool. go see... I'm going over to the Middle East soon, and I'm going to go see her grandmother. Yeah, we're going to make a little Are visit. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. That's um, sweet. Um, mm-hmm. It's very nice. Um, I think there's that... Uh, there's, a, there's this kind of aspect of, like, f- the way it boils down over and over again with the squad, it's, it's always about attention. It's mm-hmm. about... It's never about the actual issue. And I think here, uh, victimization's always their their core belief, and you know, the squad does a lot of things together. Here's one thing they finally wind up doing apart, and it, it boils it down so nicely for, uh, to make them a victim to Israel, because now it's the first two Muslim female congresswomen banned. If they all went, it wouldn't be. They wouldn't have that storyline. They'd have to say they were all banned. So instead, just these two go, and you're able to say, well, they're just banning them because they're Muslim, right? And it fits exactly with the analysis from this website, which is, I mean, it really does fit the puzzle well. I think it was intentional. I think they did this intentionally with oh, the of idea the entire did. time to get banned. Right. Um, and, you know, when, when they actually were allowed, it kind of blew up their plan. So they had to say,
1: no, I don't want to go see my, my poor grandmother.
0: Yeah. Jeremy?
1: Shocked, shocked, I tell you, (laughs) that any of this would be a political stunt somehow to gain attention then turn around into some sort of a fundraiser Mm -hmm. and to try to, I don't know, work with the media to make sure that Donald Trump is called a racist and not you. Uh, That's just remarkable to me. That that kind of material anyone would associate with. In fact, I was a little annoyed that we're even reading it on this air because it's so offensive to me. Mm. I, just, I mean, that it's like someone that is searching around for some sort of a final solution. I mean, that that is the only thing you can draw from that kind oh, of ranting and rage. But ra- that's
2: what ra- ra- they are talking yeah. about. The the people, the the extreme Muslims over in w- that are pushing the poor Palestinian people. I don't think the average well, maybe because of the education over there. But I think the average person all around the world just wants peace. Just I just want to go to work. I just want to have a good life. I just leave me alone. Yeah. But the people who are driving politics over in the Middle East, they do want a final solution.
0: Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. I just somebody close. on social media, we were just talking, there is a new controversy, big, huge controversy, whether or not the new Popeye's chicken sandwich is better than Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich, which we all know is the best. We had people go out and go get, we were going to taste test. Mm -hmm. Popeye's was sold out, so all we have is Chick-fil-A.
2: Wow, that's a solid promotion right there. Sold out of chicken sandwiches. I think
0: they're just they're The colonel has
2: 11 secret herbs and spices. Chick-fil-A has god power. Popeye's. Black magic, uh, <laughs> black magic, New Orleans voodoo, black magic. That's what it, it makes sense. It all fits. Yeah, it's delicious. Beach. It's so, delicious.
0: Those of you who have tried the Popeyes chicken sandwich, let us know what you guys think. Now, um, now we just have to eat this Chick-fil-A.
2: taste test
0: these. It's <laughs>
3: Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com.
0: Stu, where did all those french fries go?
3: Right there. <gasps> They're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. a I <laughs> stole your french fries. To,
0: <laughs> be fair, to be fair, it was brought to you with only... Like,
3: like four in there, <laughs> like everyone in the control room ate all the fries. One <laughs> well, I mean, thing I can eat here.
0: Those are sympathy
1: fries they gave you. I know.
3: It's, uh, it's, it's uh, despicable.
0: We were discussing earlier um, Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, all of the CNN panels have to analyze why President Donald Trump is so racist mm-hmm. and why he hates Muslim women in Congress. Uh, very interesting conversation. Even, that
2: doesn't even have a place at a reasonable table on this particular issue. There's no, there's.
0: Yeah, but I said CNN.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not reasonable. (laughs) Uh, Let's listen to what they had to say. It's so interesting that you use the term for the two, the only two Muslim oh. women in Congress. The term you chose nothing to use, to do sir, with whether they're is Muslim hijacking. Or not, oh, really? Nothing You to chose do with that. to use absolutely the term hijacking. I beg to differ. Oh, and that's right.
2: Because, yeah. because they've hijacked <laughs> the party <laughs> from their own yeah, okay. principles. That's a from real interesting word choice, and you understand why. The
3: party. You can and talk, that's talk one over of me all you why want to, but the bottom line is the greatest terrorists in this country are white men. There. It's White awful. men who
0: think like you. That is yes. the greatest terrorist I, right. threat you're in this country. You're absolutely right. It's
3: all because of guys like me. That is
0: Glenn?
2: I would just like to see if... <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a great response. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a lot sec- more sensible. than what Thanks doing. for watching. This is all that we've got for today. <laughs>
0: Please don't joke. Um, so in case, in case you, in case you didn't get the context, uh, he had said that they, that these, the squad members were, uh, hijacking the Democratic Party.
3: There's a whole piece of chicken, like, left on the table after he's, uh, would you like, yes. to go for seconds? I,
0: I,
1: <laughs> he's thinking about it.
0: Mm-hmm
1: we wait long enough, he'll have to, because we're going to get a response out of it one way or another. What if it comes out of his nose? <laughs> like a Play-Doh fun factory. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't give a crap
2: about any of that. Mm-hmm. That's lunacy. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from a guy who just stuffed a Chick-fil-A sandwich mm-hmm. entirely into his mouth. Mm-hmm.
1: That's lunacy. That, that was, yes. The problem I have with it is a guy's response. Never engage a, an unserious dialogue with a serious attempt to have a rational response. The only response to issues like that, when people raise those kind of silly things, like whether or not you've raised use the right pronoun or have a Z or a Z or whatever those words are now, to is simply to do either that or simply to laugh out loud at them. Like, Come on. Yeah. Going back to what Glenn has said a couple times now is the reasonable person, the average person on the street. They're not there. Use that as insane. Do you think that the average person, the average reasonable person is
2: watching that and thinks that's good, healthy, right? Any of that? When she, when she started on, oh, I noticed you use the term. You immediately go, okay, I've had enough. I've had enough.
0: Do you think the average person says that?
2: I do. I think this is... Something like that, I think they do. I think people are starting to really... uh, On the left, on the left, people are so sick of the shaming of everything and the depersoning of anybody who said something back in 1971... They're so sick of it mm-hmm. on both sides, normal people. they are As soon as she said, well, I noticed you used the term, and then you listen, you're like, what term did he use? Hijacking with, oh, come right. on. I mean, it's so ridiculous. I so mean, ridiculous.
3: The accusation here is real, right? Like, it's a legitimate accusation yeah. of prejudice. And I think, like, conservatives would typically kind of just blow it off and laugh at it, and I think you're right. Uh, at some level, but on the other side of it, I think it's actually a really good example of racism. If someone says the word hijacking
2: and what you think of as Muslims, you're the problem. <laughs> yeah. You're the problem. He didn't say anything about I think about- airports. You say the word hijacking. I don't think Muslim. I think I airports. Think, right. I even think Cuba before I think. Right. You're the one who's associating Muslims with hijacking, not us. Right. That's you
3: doing it and you're bringing it up. And that, that, that is, is, is so common uh, from people who are completely woke. They have every association, every negative race association built into their minds. So whenever they hear one, they're, they're quick to jump on it as if they need to defend. You don't need to defend Muslims from hijackings. You need to defend indi- if you want to go after individuals. Individuals do hijackings. Muslims don't do hijackings. Cubans don't do hijackings. Individuals do them. And when you start thinking in this collectivist mindset, you're going to wind up putting a, a
2: racist foot in your mouth, just like she just did. Well, I well, noticed you think that I said that Cubans did hijacking? No, it was bad guys who said, "Take me to Cuba." I just want to. <laughs> why say, would you want to point out your racism? I, mean, I just don't <laughs> think that you'd want to go to Cuba. Cuba? Oh, se. really? Yeah. Why is that? No. Because
3: it, there are a bunch of Mexicans that, there. Geographists. Mexicans are... <laughs> 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 my, what world are... Does anyone have a giant Chick-fil-A sandwich I could just stuff in my mouth? There you
0: go. <laughs> uh, no, but to add to your point, she did, of course, later say that the bigger, the biggest terrorist group in America today is white men who think like you. Right. That's
2: pretty so racist. So now, who is... Who's the racist yeah. here? I mean, and, and how is this helping us at all? How is this helping... Why does this he... is the news... That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The people who listen to that are already listening to that, and they're getting wound up and wound up, and something bad's going to happen, okay? The rest of us, we just have to be prepared to, when that, when that uh, uh, Reichstag moment happens, we don't allow the government on either side to say, you see, that's why we got to keep these people down. No, these are crazy radicals over here. I'm not listening to them. I'll monitor them to see what they're saying to make sure we know. I'll check in from time to time to see how crazy things are. But I'm telling you now, they've overplayed their hands so much. The American people are done with this. They're done. They're not done with nationalism. I think that's on the rise still. They're not done with uh, anti-globalism. They're not done with um, uh, socialism. But they are done with the PC police the nothing makes sense anymore i've i can be any sex i'm a beautiful butterfly today and i demand you call me a beautiful butterfly they're done with that
0: well which you would have thought that the media would have learned when they elected donald trump right wasn't wasn't that the very clear rejection of the pc
2: police right but that was their that was their moment that they said aha it's not us pushing this down people's throat that he's rejecting that they're latching on to No, no, no. It's that they're even more racist than we thought. And they doubled down and they have not learned their lesson.
3: I mean, again, this is this the same thing. We've we've seen this for the last few weeks in particular. But I mean, you know, Hillary Clinton, when she came out and called, uh, she used the word deplorables to describe the Republicans. She was making a distinction that was saying, hey, look to Democrats saying, hey, look, they're not all that bad. So, yeah, there's a bunch of deplorables, but some of them will actually maybe even consider voting for us, and we shouldn't just reject all of them. That is not what they're doing anymore. They've gone; they have not learned the lesson of of Hillary Clinton. They've gone to the other side and said, now you know what? Let's call them all
2: deplorables. They've actually gone more extreme on that topic, and I don't think it's going to work. I mean, you have to ask yourself: Is it such a stretch? I remember when we first started talking about the Weather Underground and the FBI agent that was situated with the Weather Underground, and he gave a, a 2020 interview where he said. They were actually saying, well, yeah, we're going to have to kill 20 million people. I mean, if we get control, we're going to have to kill 20 million people. And I remember thinking, that's so crazy. That's so crazy. I got news for you. People who think like this, that everyone who disagrees with me, I don't care if it's left or right, that everybody who disagrees with me, if you don't walk in lockstep, you are part of the problem. If you think that about the left or if you're on the left and you think that about the right, I warn you. Given the opportunity, you'll round all those people up and you will work the gas chamber door.
0: Mm. Uh, Speaking of partisan politics, uh, the new poll came out, NPR poll, that says that 70% of Republicans support red flag laws that would allow family members to petition courts to take guns from people uh, who are deemed to be a danger to themselves. And 67%... Wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, wait. That petition courts...
0: Uh, to petition—that's that's what this, this to petition yeah, so courts I to don't, take guns.
2: I don't have a problem with that. If you well, want to take it to court and you have due process, taking my gun and putting me on a list first. But mm-hmm. that is not what the red flag does,
3: right? You go to court. But that's you, not what that poll says. Yes, I well, I, they may have misunderstood it. My understanding of the red flag laws, and Jeremy, would probably speak to this better than me, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you, gave me, you gave me the look of... No, First I get, amendment, not second amendment. Right, okay, sorry. Wrong <laughs> amendment. Um, bottom line is, though, you go to the court and you say, I think Glenn's a problem um, and I should be able to take his guns. And they say, okay, then I come take the guns. Then you come back and
1: fight for your guns yeah, back. You, so no, it is not due process. Yeah, because that, that's proving yourself innocent when you're already mm-hmm. supposed to be presumed to be so. Mm-hmm. I, I've got some concerns about red flag flag laws, even though I am a First Amendment guy, not the Second Amendment guy so much, because of that very issue. And frankly, let's remember what has happened in the First Amendment context. If you are perceived to be guilty of discrimination, you've got to come and prove your innocence of discrimination. Mm. Uh, Aaron and Melissa Klein are doing that right now. They're trying to prove themselves (laughs) to be innocent of just simply Mm -hmm. abiding by the religious beliefs and the state of Oregon said otherwise, right? I mean, that's going to trickle down into every other area of society if we're not going to first stop and say, like Glenn has, our country's built upon this idea of due process. You're presumed innocent. You're going to have to prove, we're going to have to prove that you are in fact guilty. But of course, of
2: course people are feeling these red flags are all right because we are currently condemning everyone without evidence. How many people just saw Elon Omar and Rashid Talib, and they don't know anything about them except they're on that radical left? they don't even have to know their color or their picture or anything else they're just part of that squad mm-hmm. and how many of them just immediately went they're absolutely wrong and they'll fight to the death for it they're, you are if you're on the wrong side you are guilty and that's the problem we're playing politics now we're not we're not looking at the individual. We are not even. We don't even care if it's about you. Mm-hmm. If you're on the other
1: side, you're inconsequential. I'm going to hurt everyone else by taking you out. Right. We've divided up Twitter teams and decided That's on it. who we're on. That's you it. saw the right in that clip a, a few minutes ago that uh, that she just chose a side on that immediately. And everybody's going to jump on one way or the other. It has helped no dialogue whatsoever. We've had no civility come out in that at all. We've had no thoughtful... Pro- no thought processes in general, let alone thoughtful thought processes, if that's uh-huh. the way to say that, to, di- to distinguish on a very nuanced issue. And uh, that issue, on the gun issue, on any other issue, we've just simply pushed aside and said, oh, I'm on left or right and that's it. Th- that's not fair to anyone in this country. Maybe we worked in the building at CNN, um, kind of on a separate note here. And it's like they have some smart
3: programming people who work there, is there not anyone who would step up and just tell Chris Cuomo that that show sucks? Forget the argument. Forget what kind of point it is. That is a terrible <laughs> segment. There's two people just screaming at each other for no reason. As he stands in the middle, and not doing anything. Wait, what is that? That's not even a show. It's
1: also the tightest shot I've ever seen. Yes. Like just his face. Yes. It's uh, yeah, it's really so bizarre.
0: Rather large head. I'm I mean, sure it's hard to get in. It's,
3: it's been magnified showing on the
2: impartiality. The camera. Impartiality. <laughs>
1: yeah, I okay. guess. He's not showing it's emotion just, either way. It's just him. That is the way he does well, that. Had he I confronted, it, he would have been accused himself of somehow Correct. fostering the racism or whatever it might have been. Whatever the woke term for the day would have been, he would have been accused of. Well,
0: it. that was the same impartial face that he had whenever people used the the word Fredo on his show mm-hmm. as well.
2: Mm-hmm. He gave he's that same impartial. He's a journalist.
0: Well, I mean, but he's if someone journalist. gives a, a an ethnic slur on your show,
2: no, he's a journalist. He's fair. He's <laughs> totally fair. Even, and they would have nothing to do with who picking the guests and making sure that. The get one guest is a flame throwing bomb thrower. Oh my gosh! I meant the white guy.
3: Oh, oh, a bomb, a bomb. A bomb. He's talking about Muslims and he brings up bombs. Oh my can't racist. hide
2: it. Can't hide the racism. Unbelievable. Uh,
0: yesterday's white. yesterday's poll question: Should Trump buy Greenland? I can't believe yes. this is the thing that we're talking about. Eighty-two percent said yes. 18% said, no, I think you guys are all going to be disappointed because Greenland is apparently not for sale. They've made I mean, that very look, clear. Th-
3: this is a big problem with our government. I mean, they, we didn't even give them an option on price. Like, well, if it's a good price, you buy it, right? If it's <laughs> if they're going to sell it for $50,000, we're in, right? If they want <laughs> we don't have so no $500 right trillion, we say <laughs> we no. Don't,
2: we don't have 50000 No, we can put that on our card. We don't, yeah, we, on the card. we don't have
0: one. We don't have
2: $1. You know, the only reason why I care
1: about this is because it's like,
2: oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, like that's like, and that's what that's people it. are doing.
1: They're just like, oh, I have no idea, but that's kind of cool. Yeah, I Greenland. did like the kind of the wing through the fourth estate of Trump with that. Uh, I won't put one of these towers up. You see the yes, tweet? Yes, that, that was, was funny. That was rather Trump cool. tower
0: was, right in the middle of Greenland. One of the
1: only good Trump tweets I've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh come on, the one about the only winner in this uh, whole, the real winner in this Rashida Tlaib thing is her grandmother because she doesn't have to see solid. her. <laughs> that was an amazing <laughs> troll. <laughs> that
2: was solid.
0: It was one of those like I, I, I laughed and then I felt bad for laughing. Do I need
2: to really say there's one good Christian at the table, <laughs> and it's not
1: the three yes. of us. Don't stop a- start posing with my Jesus. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. Do Oh, here's the poll. The poll question for today is going to college worth it anymore? No. No, absolutely not. Go ahead,
3: not. Mr. Attorney. Tell us that it's a great idea, and should,
1: you know, Christians would go. Go ahead, you tell us. <laughs> Yes. No, I won't say that. <laughs> it might be good for you. It depends might not on who, be good for yeah, you. It depends on where you go and who, what you're going to do with your life. Wherever the people that are talking, like some people we've heard on the show today, are going to college, don't go to that <laughs> one. That's what you want to do. And truthfully, I mean, that is something to consider here right now is that a lot of these woke discussions are fomenting not out of the neighborhood 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. It's coming out of academic circles on mm-hmm. things. So I, I, honestly, with parents, I would say just pause and think real long and hard. Is your kid going to become a plumber or an electrician? These are wonderful trades that are in high demand right now. Do you need to send them to Smith? I mean, no. Mm-hmm. Send them to Collin College or some whatever community college is in the back of your neighborhood right now. Get them that degree or the training that they need and go do a great uh, program there. I-, I think we've moved beyond a society in which we have to expect everyone to have some sort of academic credential. We are actually mm-hmm. have a big back gap right now of people in the trades especially that are just not being able to do that very thing. And so there's a grand capitalistic opportunity for those individuals who want to go out there, get certified, become a welder, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. to fill those roles at rates that are in some, some cases making more than attorneys and, and others. So Tanya and I used to send uh, several kids to college every year um,
2: and uh, as part of a uh, foundation that we have. And uh, I stopped doing it because I'm, not go- I'm just not going to fund these universities. I'm just not going to do it. Mm. And it's really bothered both of us an awful lot. And we've been doing our research and I think we found a university like that. And it's not even a university. It is a, it is a their university. Yeah. You've it heard is. of it. Yes, I heard yeah. it yeah. No, it's, it's, it is taking those people who are not, the option is go to university or not go to university. It's Or go to this university or that university. It's go to a community college, maybe, or a university, or nothing. Uh, And giving them the opportunity to get life skills, but they like the 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 programs are all changed. So like you don't take mathematics. You can get your mathematics certificate from universities, and they they get those different certificates from different universities. You take your mathematics, but you're actually learning how to balance a checkbook, how to do different things. They're actually teaching hands-on things. By the time you get to, you know, two years into it, you can then graduate if you want and say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I kind of have a lot of basic stuff here. But you can also go for a year and you have your certificate for whatever it is you are learning. So these universities, two years, it's nothing. You go for two years, three years, you get nothing. Yeah. You get nothing. Here at least you get your certificate so you can go, hey, I can go do that job. Right. And it's, it's, we have to look at our universities and say, look, there are people who want to be doctors. Stop looking at this as a money-making thing. You're going to make money. Stop looking at this money making. You want to be a doctor? Good. Let's specialize this for you to go here and go as a doctor. Mm-hmm. But most people don't need to go to the kids are going to these big, expensive universities because it's a status symbol. Mm-hmm. Thing, it says something you about you.
1: Yeah. Well, the biggest problem. Look, I, I think college is worthwhile in certain circumstances in, cert- it in is. many cases. Uh, In fact, I'm a big advocate of actually going to college, but what I I think we've gotten away from, and it's just not sustainable anymore, is we have long ago given up on the idea that we're going to teach people how to think. We're going to jam in there the information you need to get through the next test or whatever it might be, or even to specialize you into some sort of career path that you may not even want to be on. But we have failed to teach our kids how to think. That starts at the lowest levels. It starts, frankly, Mm -hmm. you and me at the kitchen table talking to our kids about how to do these things. Uh, and teaching them how to think through these things for themselves rather than helicoptering over top of them because and doing it for them. Help them to think and then the rest of the education will follow on its own. It doesn't stop at college. Just the fact that you have some sort of fancy paper on your wall doesn't make you some sort of an expert. You've got I've to met a, a lot of
2: people who have gone to really good universities who are big fat dummies. <laughs> and I've 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 met a lot of people who never spent a day at college that are really smart. And vice versa, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it is it's whether you're going when I, I went to school when I was 30, I wanted to learn mm-hmm. and I was going with, you know, underclassmen. And so here are these these freshmen coming in with a 30 year old guy and they would be screwing around and they'd just be doing whatever they could just to get the bare basic. And I was engaged with the professor. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, because I wanted to learn. We're sending our kids to college. It's their place to find themselves. No, it's not. You find yourself. A it's a cheaper. place to learn. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
3: Um, yeah. I yeah, go all Brian Kaplan on this one. Uh, the case against education was his reason, most recent book, and I, I think he's completely right. I mean, the, the credentialing uh, aspect of it is is incredible. I mean, like he brings up a great point in that book of that. Like if you took someone who got all D minuses all throughout four years and got to the end, got his degree, limped across the finish line, um, and then you had another person who got all nothing but A pluses the entire time and decided to not show up and pick up his diploma, our society right now would pick the D minus guy and think he's better. (laughs) That's insanity, mm-hmm. you know. And we've come to a point where we crit- we have everyone going to co- to college, and it's lowering the value of the actual degree. Person, Every if everyone has a degree, yeah. then it's no longer a differentiating right. factor. Mm-hmm. You might as well spend those four years doing something else and getting ahead. And I think I, more and more people, I think, are coming to that conclusion. Um, this is—it's a racket. We're putting kids $150,000, <laughs> $200,000 in I get, debt
1: for what? I get kids all the time asking me, "Well, what should I know about going to law school?" I say, "Well." Number one, don't. <laughs> don't go to law school. Law school is an awful, horrible place to go. Don't go to law school. You don't want to go to law school. That's a terrible place to go. Well, But I want to go do this one little tiny thing that involves a law degree. I say, okay, how do you like bankruptcy law? Do you like that? Do you, do you want to be in bankruptcy? <laughs> There's a lot of people. No, who but you got to take that course. Well, do you like criminal law? Well, no, I don't want to be in the criminal law. You're going to have to take criminal law, mm-hmm. you, but you want to do this. Go get that one little special degree and go do that thing. Become the expert in, yes. your field in that thing. Mm-hmm. Don't go get the piece of paper to make you some sort mm-hmm. of pronounced expert. You've got to actually go and become the expert. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you've heard from us. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, at, you can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. I'm just going to say really quickly, um, AOC, best poster child you could ask for. Uh. Not... Yes. needing to go to college.
2: Boston University should just like, shut down. Third possibly doors.
0: coming out dumber yeah. than when she entered. And
2: I'd like to see your pictures. Send them to us. Uh, pictures of you stuffing an uh, entire chicken sandwich in your face. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see your pictures.
0: Send, yeah. Send us your <laughs> pictures. Hashtag uh, the blaze of why. <laughs> Let us and know. Glenn we'll see you tomorrow.
3: chicken sandwich in his face a <laughs> <laughs> piece of it left over is
0: Coming soon.
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah right. there is. Oh, yeah,
2: I'm saving that for later. <laughs> <laughs>